You're listening to The Hidden Workforce, a show about the positive impact people with different abilities make to the workforce. Brought to you by Pat, Rise Staffing. you just counted to 10 to our sound check. That qualifies you for being on The Hidden Workforce today. Thank you so much for that joining a, me. You, you bet. Great to be here. Yeah, so you were just telling me that you actually owned a radio station in Ardmore all your life? Well, I'm, all my, my whole life has been in broadcasting. I worked for editing in Channel 9 when I was at OU. I, I did sports at Channel 12 in Sherman, Texas. I ended up in Ardmore Radio, and eventually we purchased a radio station, put one on the air, a 50,000-watt country, 50,000 clear channel? It, is, it was beautiful, beautiful wow. country, uh, FM, radio, uh, 50,000 watts. It was KICM, which is keeping everybody, keeping it country music. Keeping it country music. So, but 50,000 yeah. watts must have traveled like a big radius. It was great. Oh, it was man. Basically from, it was from, uh, you know, south, basically Norman to about uh, north Dallas and uh, right down Interstate 35. I love it. And then somehow yeah. in the middle of, doing that or do you still have that station pat we no we sold it back in um, about 2006 and uh you know i've been doing a little bit of that uh, some when they needed help just kind of on the air but it's been a little while i used to do a lot of sports when you're in small market you do a little bit of everything so i i really enjoyed the broadcast business a lot well you totally have a great voice and i'm happy that you're well, on the show the hidden workforce and well thank you We've met each other possibly when you worked for the Oklahoma legislation legislator, um, but I don't know for sure. Could have. Um, I met you... a lot of people. You know, in fact, I you know I've been to some of the OCP provider meetings uh, when I was a legislator. And that's where you've rang the bell for me. And speaking of Oklahoma community providers, is that what OCP stands for? Yes, yes, ma'am. Okay, uh -huh. um, you were. Uh, representative from, I'm guessing, Ardmore, since you owned a radio yes. station and lived there. And I'm not only guessing, I just happen to know that as well. A um, little goofy question, huh? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, but what made you want to get into legislation? Well, you know, I had a very good friend who I campaigned for as he was running for state house many years ago. And he won and, and uh, 10 years later decided not to run. And they had, he had approached me along with several other people. You know, and really my radio brought, and I've served on so many different committees in my life. Eventually, you know, I felt like maybe that was, even though I'd never looked at that as a possibility, that's, that's really why I decided to, uh, to run and uh, worked out well. I loved being in the legislature, not for the politics, but for the policy. I was the speaker put me on a, a basically a committee to reorganize the Department of Human Services. I was one of four on a bipartisan committee. That's a little Herculean. And yeah, it, it truly was an amazing experience. We went around the state talking to other uh, offices and other you know employees that we were right in the middle of a children's first lawsuit uh, that was going on. And so basically, we were looking at things that, that, were, that were problems and how we could maybe able to fix them through legislation and other things. So it was very, very exciting and, and an amazing experience. Well, that was great work. That Children's First brought a lot of national and, you know, local publicity to the Department of Human Services. So thank you so you much bet. for really helping. And, well, and, and from the children, you then got interested in people with 
different abilities? Well, that was also part, you know, as from there, I, you know, several years later, about three or four years later, of course, I served on Human Services Committee, not only the Appropriations and Budget Committee, but also the uh, the uh, um, Human Services Just Policy Committee. In fact, I was chair there. Later, I was moved to the Appropriations and Budget Chair. I served there for six years as a Human Services Chair. And that's where I really got involved in in this. You know, being able to see what can be done with the developmentally disabled and to, you know, really understand a little bit more about it, it, it completely... Uh, kind of completely reformed my thinking in terms of what what I really wanted to do. And wow. it just turned out that this was a, a perfect fit for me. Pat, special, like, I mean, really, that's amazing. And you came to change your mind and really just listen and study the issues that the people and their parents and the providers all had to face. Right. I mean, basically, it you know, it had everything to do with I was in so much involved in so much legislation for like foster children. I uh, I actually wrote the foster children's Bill of Rights. Uh, there was a foster parent, but there wasn't a foster children. So did that started going around to some of the uh, uh, providers around Oklahoma City and, and met some of them. And, you know, it just kind of spurred my interest. And then when this job came up, um, you know, the, the timing was perfect, and I had decided not to run for re-election. And uh, about a year after I chose not to run is when this, this all came up. So it's a great opportunity for agencies like mine, Rise Staffing, um, to be part of OCP. And can you just explain the benefits an agency can expect by joining Oklahoma Community Providers? Well, I appreciate that opportunity. You know, we serve providers who serve the developmentally disabled. And uh, we serve in so many different ways. We keep our members updated on the latest in education and training. Uh, certainly this year, we have just, you know, with COVID and some of the issues that have gone on with the pandemic, some of the problems it's created to keep our members up on the health aspects, the CDC guidelines, uh, new guidelines with the Department of Human Services, which truly are constantly changing during the pandemic. So, so that that is a big part of it is communication. But we and, do so many other things from working with legislators. Uh, we have a bill out there uh, uh, that uh, we're working on right now. We also play defense on bills that might hurt our providers, that might really inhibit the way that they work with the developmentally disabled. So, we work with state agencies. Uh, we work on policy uh, things like state use, the state use program, and and we work with the Department of Human Services on new policy ideas. Um, it just goes on and on, but a lot of it has to do with communication with our providers and education for providers. You know what? It is super awesome for me to have you one on our show today, the Hidden Workforce, Pat OMB, the director of Oklahoma Community Providers, and also to be resting assured that you're doing everything political and in the best interest of my customers with developmental disabilities in Oklahoma City, so I can just go on with the business of doing the direct care work. And I thank you so much, Pat, for doing that. Well, thank you. You're listening to The Hidden Workforce with Lisa Toth at Rice Staffing on your home for success, FM 105.7.